In a world where all the movies are about superheroes, two friends team up to talk about movies from a simpler time, a time before iPhones. They'll search for deeper meaning, mock things they don't like, and of course, there will be spoilers. Please join Terrence McHenry and Hollis Lazzarini as they get real nostalgic. Hey, everybody. Hey, what's going on? And the dogs. And the dogs. <laughs> Welcome the dogs. They're saying hi, too. <laughs> they wanted to be a part. They're like, we're on the podcast, too. Yay! Yay! We like to be a part of things. We're famous. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you done? I think so. We'll be like, okay, we've set okay, our piece. they've done their thing. Yes. Okay, we can try that again. Hey, everybody, it's Terrence. Hey, everyone, it's Hollis. How's everybody doing? Hope everybody's great. Hope everybody's had a great weekend. Yeah. Uh, how was your weekend? Do anything fun? You know, it was pretty mellow. Yeah? Yeah, recovered from a from a work project, so just okay. physical, manual labor. Nice. It's rough. Nice. I had a, a foot injury. It sucks because, you know, I'm on this whole workout kick. And yeah getting into shape and it's inhibiting me is that the right word yeah, from yeah. from doing some of the things that I love to do when I work out which is run but hopefully it'll pass soon and I'll be back at it again yeah. I'm, I'm not gonna let it stop all my working out but definitely no running right now for sure uh, yeah so so hey, this week we, we watched the jerk 1979 nice I was uh seven no yes Seven. I yes. was I was incubating. Incubating. Yeah. You're still in the cook. Uh-huh. Nice. <laughs> Those little final touches, you know. Nice. This one was uh directed by Carl Reiner. Yep. It was written by Steve Martin, Carl Gottlieb. Gottlieb, yes. And Michael Elias. Okay. Yeah, he wrote the story and then also the screenplay, and it was his first film, his first uh starring role. Oh, okay. Awesome. He's always had like white hair. Yeah, I actually I meant to look up when did he start to go gray. Mm. I've met a few people. I met a twenty-one-year-old before mm-hmm. who he was already silver. Hmm. It's such a trip. Yeah. Martin also wrote this with Bernadette Peters in mind to play Marie. Okay, I and think she played the role. She plays that ditzy blonde girl perfectly. I think it's yeah. Did you know they were dating? No, I did not. Yeah, they oh. um they met, and then I guess they you know kept kind of crossing paths, and then they had been on Hollywood Squares, uh-huh. and he asked her out after that. Oh, okay. So I thought that was kind of cute. Yeah, yeah. And those are all my fun facts. Okay. <laughs> so, Naven R. Johnson. Naven R. Johnson. Yeah, that was hilarious how the opening scene, like how he's going to tell his story of, of his family and his upbringing. And you see him amiss this family of black people. <laughs> yeah. And he starts it off with how he was born a poor black child. Yep. Just like you say, he started in this comedy thing that he did. Um, and it was just a hilarious concept. And they... You know, it takes a while before they get to the point where the mother tells him the truth about, you know, how they came upon him being, you know, their son. And he was like, you mean I'm always going to be this color? That's so great. <laughs> I love the concept of it. I love how it gets started. I love how he's gung-ho to get out there and, and make his way and, and 
right after being inspired by the song that finally where he finds his rhythm where he gets some soul in his life he could never get it before you no. know you know and he finally was able to to find that rhythm and he woke everybody up in the house to see it i love that too he was just so pumped about it and yeah yeah he he just falls right into things. The only reason he goes to St. Louis is because that's where the song was being broadcast from. Yes. So he's like, well, that must be that's where I'm, I'm going to find myself. Mm -hmm. And then off he goes with his goggles, his little flight goggles yeah. and his little flight hat. Flight hat, yeah. And I love how his first ride got him down to the end of the fence. End of the fence. Yeah. That's how and, far he's going. And he took it. He was, he was all right with that. <laughs> but he finally got to where he, he needed to go. You know what I mean? He made it there and... And found his way. Yeah, everywhere he stumbles into, the first place is the gas station. Mm -hmm. Immediately, he just kind of is, he's offered the job, he takes it. Mm -hmm. What was it, a dollar ten an hour? Something like that, yeah. Live in um, large. And a, a room to stay in, too. For free. For oh, free, yes. No, wait. He has to send a postcard when he's rich and famous. Yes, yes, yes. That's, that's very the true. deal. Yes. And he does come through with that. Yes, he does. Yep. He's a, a man of his word, and that's what I think I loved about Maven Johnson. You know, he went out there to find his way, and I think it just kind of been had been happenstance for him really on everything, like um, finding the gas station, getting the job, then running into the client that he fixes the guy's glasses with the thing. Uh, right. The opti handle, is, or the opti grab is what it was called. Mm -hmm. um, and hence how he got his his fortune right you know? uh, but there was lots in between working at the the carnival working at the gas station uh, working at the gas I mean, station we can't first. skip yeah the camps. of course not no uh with so, the, the guy that finds him he's so pumped about the fact that his name had made it into the phone book and, because your name's in print yeah and that means that he's somebody yep. but it's really not that big a deal but <laughs> he's so like i don't know if it's naive or just uneducated or whatever it is, but he's so pumped about it and he just feels like he's somebody and his luck just kind of sucks that the madman, which is what they call um, the guy that tries to assassinate him, I need to look his name up. Mm -hmm. um, they call him the madman, just happens to point at Maven R. Johnson, you know what I right. mean? And then, you know, he's so, like you said, naive to it. He's like, these oil cans are defective. <laughs> <laughs> and he's trying, I mean, the dude's a horrible shot. I mean, he's a hes a good shot, but he's a horrible shot. He I can't mean, get Maven, but he's hitting every one of these oil cans perfectly. You know what I mean? Yes. Yes, so. And what he's screaming at him is, to me, some of the best stuff. He's like, screw you, you ordinary average guy. <laughs> I'm going to kill you. Yes, Die, normal yes, guy. Yes, yes. So that's how it all starts. And then his run in with the the punks, as they call them. There's three low riders in the blue regal. Yes. And uh, they got a, a, a Mrs. Noose Bombs purse. And they uh, use try to use her credit card, and you know they they try to take advantage of of how you know this person that's obviously not street smart like they are, and uh, you know go through all this stuff and try to they get the money, they get tires, and Maven thinks he's gonna like save the day and ties off the car and and does all this stuff, and then he gets to the point where he's just cocky about it, and I just think it's oh I like that progression yeah. a lot. Um, and they actually, I think they get away. They don't at least 
As far as we know. Yeah, they don't ever return to that again. You know what I mean? Right. I mean, at some point, you have to think that of the three men in the car that someone realizes, weird. Yeah. We are attached to something, maybe. We're pulling a church. Maybe we should get out and detach from that. (laughs) And get out of here because we kind of robbed a gas station back there. (laughs) Mr. Hartunian should have known better. Mm-hmm. than to leave Naven there for by sure. himself. For sure. But I think at the same time, you know, in natural natural progression, like the mother ducks, you know, or animal or birds that fly, the mother's like at one point just shows them, hey, you have to jump off and learn to fly. And I think that's kind of what Mr. Hartunian did with Maven Johnson. And maybe it wasn't the, the smartest thing to do, but. You know. <laughs> well, I mean. Mr. Hartunian doesn't really lose out much, right? No, it's the church for that sure. gets pulled into the street. <laughs> With the people on it and everything. It's awesome. Like, totally No one dragging. steps off. No. We're going, like, three miles an hour. <laughs> and they don't even, yeah, the, the dudes in the car are just like. Yeah, like carving a, <laughs> a trench into the concrete. It's fine. Yeah, it's okay. Everything's fine. Nothing to see here. No. <laughs> We're just going to mosey on down the road. Yeah, so then it, once we realize that the cans are under attack mm-hmm. and Naven's got a exit stage left. Skedaddle, yes. Goes on and finds the carnival lot. Yep. Finds himself a job as a carny. <laughs> um, guessing people's weight or age. Or sex. Yeah, or sex. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, he, he thinks that he he's not doing a good job because he's always giving stuff away and the guy tells him you gave away about 50 cents worth of crap so you're doing great exactly well and also you know when uh when you used to earn tickets at an arcade or something Mm -hmm. and then you go up and and you've got a handful Mm -hmm. you know pockets are stuffed with these tickets and you go oh what can i get and it's like you're looking up and they just kind of bring your eye line down As your expectations should also come to the eraser. <laughs> you can get this really nifty finger puppet, a pencil. <laughs> it's so true. Yep. And now you get to these places, and um, I think people have gotten really good at those games, and now they weigh the tickets, and that's how they figure they out. They weigh them? They weigh the tickets. Oh my gosh, I didn't know and that. That's how they figure out how many tickets you got. But you can do that with money too, you know? Yeah. Yeah. So good point. Yes. So uh, back to Mr. Maven Johnson meets up with uh, Patty. Yes. Patty kind of sets her sights on him. Uh huh. The uh-huh. motorcycle dominatrix. Oh, yeah. I love that chick. She comes up to him and she's like, hey, turn around. <laughs> now do this. And she like pumps her hips. Yeah. She had way more rhythm than he did because <laughs> he was just kind of like wiggly with it you know what i mean but it's totally a steve martin move i thought it was awesome yeah and and her response to that is you'll do (laughs) 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 but she was badass on that motorcycle and doing all her tricks yeah going through the jumping through the fire yeah yeah i wonder if that was really her uh you know sometimes they do do their own stunts it's true yeah yeah i liked the move over you know kind of Going up over the trailer, and like she, right around him. Yeah. I don't think she even had a helmet on doing that. I might have I been I think her. she did at that did point. She? Well, she okay. kept throwing her helmet at him. Yeah, she went right in his gut. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. She really kind of roughed him up. She did, but some people are into that kind of stuff. Well, yeah, and he was 
He didn't seem to mind. No, he was, well, he was, again, he was naive and he learned about his special place. His special purpose. His special purpose. I'm sorry. Which is such a great, (laughs) oh, so great. And I love how he writes the letter to his mom telling about how he found out what his special purpose was and he likes doing it. A lot. So he's going to do it a lot. A lot. (laughs) And that relationship goes on. Mm Mm-hmm. We don't really know how long he's been at the carnival, but it seems like it's going on for like about a month. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, because he's but he's kind of moving up, I guess, in positions. I think he went from the weighing to something else. He was like the conductor on, yes. for the little kid train. Yes, that's and right. the the kid that that um Hijacks when Marie the train. Yeah, yeah he he has what was it bullshit yeah on his t shirt or was it bullshirt or was it bullshit it was bullshit it was bullshit okay which was fabulous yeah, on a, he, what he looks like like five yeah easily or maybe even younger yeah so awesome. <laughs> and that's when he meets marie yes and then now we have kind of a choice between these two ladies mm-hmm. and they're total opposite ends of the spectrum for oh, sure oh my gosh Completely, yeah and yeah marie's very sweet and docile and way more happy yeah way more like him for sure and patty's pretty aggressive for sure and she claims him like she's like you see this you know he's like hey that's my name yeah he's like that means you're my man like (laughs) (laughs) although it was next to a bunch of other names apparently he said oh Um, right yeah she had a few other names on there so and a few other fun tattoos (laughs) yes so, so that creates this this kind of conflict between well for him of course I mean not that he really cares I don't get the sense he really cares about Patty mm-hmm. in but, in terms of like a long term relationship yeah. you know but he doesn't go and tell Patty that hey we need to shut this down he just goes on the date with Marie but and that's what kind of confused me because it, it I guess they were they were living together did he bring her back to their place because Patty did just show up and I think um, they had two separate places because she seemed to have a trailer mm-hmm. he was in the back of like a like a like a truck like yeah a, okay and he had he scavenged all of his stuff from the pizza For sure in a cup shack yeah yeah no doubt and the and they cup enjoyed of pizza was the was, pizza in the cup. Pizza in a cup was awesome. Apparently, she's like, "This is the best pizza in the cup I've ever had." Ever. Yeah. I've never had the pleasure. Me either. And now I, I want to make some pizza in a cup and see what it's. All it might about. be your next new dish. You know, you never know. We'll see. I'm lactose intolerant, so you know, <sighs> I don't know. Maybe I'll have to figure something else out. Yeah. We'll see. We'll okay. see. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> it's in the making, under construction. <laughs> <laughs> so we go then to the confrontation. Yeah, you're right. So Patty mm-hmm. rolls into his trailer, mm-hmm. busts up the date. Yep. And uh, she, her name is uh, Marie, yes? Mm-hmm. She she protects him. She actually fights for him. She, she does. She beats this Patty chick up. And Maven is, is taken, his heart is taken by that. Yeah. And he even says to her, you... You protected me. No, nobody's ever done that for me before, and yeah, she did. She put Patty in her place, and then I think that's the last you see or hear from from Patty at that point. It is. It is. And then we're just right into their relationship, mm-hmm. Naven and Marie. Mm-hmm. They're cute together. They're they adorable. Really are. When she's playing the. 
That was my favorite. Okay, he, I love that scene. He was the ukulele. He was the ukulele. She had a cornet. Yes. I thought it was really adorable. It it kind of the scene just kind of pops up, and it's very different than everything you've seen mm-hmm. up to that point. And it, I just really thought it was a sweet little song. Yeah. Very cute, walking along the beach. Mm-hmm. But when she pulls out the cornet, yes. That was great because it's like, do you have a Mary Poppins skirt? <laughs> Where did this cornet come from? I don't see a handbag. I uh, see, you know, it's it's great. Then he wants to kiss her mm-hmm. and she wants him to kiss her. Mm-hmm. And when he goes in for the kiss, he just licks the length yeah, of her he face. He doesn't know what to do. He's, again, naive. And I think the other, because at one point uh, he asked Patty if they're ever going to kiss. Right. And she tells to pretty much tells him no. Like I think she kind of says to him, like, pretty much I I let you do other things to me. You don't. We don't need to do that. We're so practically think, married. Yeah, I think that um, it was his again his naivete. Like he'd never kissed a girl before. And that was improv. Yeah. Oh, was it? Yeah. Oh wow. So she wasn't expecting to get licked on the face. Uh huh. So her yeah. And they were already dating apparently at that yeah. point. So I'm sure it was something that. You know, wouldn't be too terrible if. He yeah, did, I'm. You know? I'm sure he he would have known if that would be a, a step too far for sure with her. So, mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah. We go from there, and uh, then but, at this point now he's not living in a trailer. He's kind of gotten. He's kind of moving up a little bit. He's got a an apartment. Yes. And they're living together. Yeah. They're not doing great though. I don't think. Financially, yes. I mean, they're really in love, mm-hmm. but there's really no financial stability there. Mm-hmm. And he had written his parents at that point and said, I, I've lost all my jobs, but I saved enough to get this apartment. Mm-hmm. And I think he only sends him like 47 cents or yeah. something like that. He's still trying and still giving. Which is adorable. Yes, it really is. Marie makes this heartbreaking decision for her, mm-hmm. herself. She doesn't want to leave, but she has to leave the pressure of her family, it sounds like. Mm-hmm. That her mother wouldn't have put her through cosmetology school Yeah, for that. For this, yes. For living like they are. No. Yeah. So she writes a heartfelt breakup letter. Mm-hmm. She leaves it for Naven yep. in the bathroom, but he's in the bathtub. Yeah. Popping the question, and Marie's already out of the door. Uh, already gone, and he's answering to the dog. Yes. The dog is barking, and he's like, "Yes," like, <laughs> which is kind of sad. Very. If your significant other mistakes your voice for the dog, <laughs> it's kind of a letdown. A little bit. A little but bit of she a bummer. Wasn't, she wasn't there for the letdown, so it's okay. That's true. <laughs> Once he realizes it's the dog, shithead, mm-hmm. jumps into the bath, water everywhere, note gets ruined. Can't read any of it. He's just mumbling through it. Yep. He he's tries. Trying. Yeah, he's he trying. He actually attempts to read this mm-hmm. soggy mess. It occurs to him that she's gone doesn't know where she went and he freaks out and so what does he do he's buck naked and he grabs shithead and, and the uh, neighbor's a, dog and the neighbor's dog and he's out there looking for her and he doesn't care and the other neighbor's out there watering her grass when he grabs her dog to hide his buttocks yes that's that was i think that's a really funny scene when he goes out there to look for her um but then after that he makes his money or he gets his money Right, so the the man he met at the gas station tracks him down. The one that tried to actually kill him. No. At, no. Mm-mm. Oh no. Oh yes. Oh the, oh, you're the, right. The no, man, yeah, yes, 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 yes. The so actual the guy shooter. that tried to kill him yes, yes. becomes like a private eye or something like that. They hired him to find Maven R. Johnson to deliver the check that he that he earned because the dude promised him that he would give him half of whatever 
the proceeds from the opti grab got and it was way more like i don't even think he really even looked at the check ever because he thought it was the guy told him it was 250 big ones or something like that and so maven again in his naivete thought it was 250 dollars right when it happened to be two hundred and fifty thousand dollars because of how many of those things that sold and the guy promised him the fifty fifty. And so when he goes to the bank, he doesn't even know. Right. Yeah. And uh he's a lot richer than he than he thinks. Can you point. imagine? I would love that shit. I don't do cartwheels. <laughs> I'd attempt one. Dude, I would attempt in the bank. Yeah, for back sure. Back flipping. I'd be like, check out my Jackie Chan impersonation. <laughs> Fall. it's okay I, would, I have the money to i would pay probably for this hump damage. the chair i would get up and be like oh my god are you kidding me <laughs> <laughs> i wouldn't even care how many people were in the bank <laughs> oh yeah they would know that would they be would the best know. surprise that really would be that would be the greatest surprise ever and wait now i'm trying to remember how um she came back to him at that point. So basically... he Oh, he finds her. He does, but because of her mother. So he gets the money, he makes the paper, and his, and her mother calls him. Okay. And she said, I saw that you, I saw you were in the paper. Mm-hmm. And he said, really? I really want to find Marie. Mm. You don't hear her side of the conversation. And he said, well, will $75 do it? Yes, I do remember this and now. And she... He goes, okay, great. Yeah. <laughs> and so her mom swindles 75 Five bucks to give up the information about where she's at. And, and he finds her, I think, in like a mall. Yeah, working on a skin thing. Yes. And so she puts Bright the skin mask. mask on one person. And then Maven was smart enough to be able to put the mask on himself and replace the person in the seat so that when she pulled the mask off, it was Maven. And so she's happy to see him because she didn't want to leave. And she starts kissing him. And the lady whose husband was there before gets pissed and starts hitting her and saying, hey, why are you kissing my husband? It's obviously completely somebody else. But this mask must really work. Takes 20 years off. Yeah, it took 20 years off. (laughs) Just like magic. That's how they get back together. And they They quickly marry. Yes. but no one seems to mind. No. It's fine. There's not really anybody to, to, to tell him no not to. He's on his own. And he has mansion money, so yeah. he buys a mansion. That has its own disco. I mean, come on. Like, a rotating bed with zebra-striped oh, sheets. I'm saying, like, this is li- the life. He is living the lap of luxury. The from living a, room. From a country born a poor raised black child to super duper man like ceramic line in the living room oh man i'm saying completely red billiard room dude and and i love how when he's telling his parents about it you know how i always wanted these things (laughs) you know the rotating bed with the zebra stripes yes yes and then i love how they have the uh the assassination of the maid because she took money out early from Those banks, yes. they're brutal. And the penalty for and taking out money taking, early. And the husband understood, the butler. He, Death he, by he, fire squad. Yes. He watches his wife get murdered by the fire squad. And he's okay. Doesn't shed it. a tear. Goes right back hey, to work. Hey, is it too soon? <laughs> no, sir. It's goes fine. Goes right back to work. <laughs> what do you need? I'm good. I'm good. I'm totally good. They got good. that. Yeah, he's he's living the life. Lots of money. And it's it's obviously continually coming in. Um, and he's being a, he's being approached by by um, 
different people mm-hmm. to, to invest and Con also to men. give to charity. Yes. And so this one guy shows up and he assumes that they're offering Naven charity. And he goes, oh, no, no, no. I'm I'm good. No, yeah. I'm, I'm fine. I'm, I'm, <laughs> and they go, no, 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 no. They're asking you, you for something. My... Oh. <sighs> oh, okay. Oh, yeah. And, and when he sees he, the, the man warms and is a priest, mm-hmm. he says, just to prepare you, this is yes. really brutal. This yes. is really, this is a horrible thing that's going on. Mm-hmm. The video starts to play and you see this man pull three kittens from a bag. Yes. And suddenly he starts to juggle the kittens. Yes, he does. And Naven is horrified. Is, is he not, can't yeah. believe that this atrocity of cat juggling is going on. We don't know how much money he gives him, but at the end of the video, he just says, how much do you need? Yes. I'll write a check. He was uh, watching Pig Eye Jackson, who is also Steve, Steve Martin, Martin. <laughs> juggling the cats. Yes. With a lovely evil mustache. Yes. And then I love the other one that came. Was it the, was they were, were they mafioso people and they were trying to get rid of black people and. Yes. That was a great, great yes. scene. So yeah, it was a, <laughs> it was a group of people. They were, they wanted him to invest in apartment buildings. Yes. And they were saying, you know, don't worry about it. We'll keep those people out. Yeah. And they keep kind of hinting around it and dancing around those people. <laughs> when he finally is says, what are you talking about? What, what people? people? He's like, you know, the blacks or ne- the Negroes. Yeah, he says something else. Yeah, he says but, something else. And he's like, I'm half Negro. No, he, he just says, I yeah, am. Yes. And he goes ninja style yeah, and starts kung fuing these guys all over the place. <laughs> and I love how when he rips all, like he's he's glistening. Yes. <laughs> that's that's how it works in those kind of uh, that's right. movies where it's like a supposed black guy who is like kung fu joe or whatever uh-huh. when they rip their shirt off they're already glistening and sweaty and ready to go yep. warmed up kung fu fighting it's like how do they do that yeah it was awesome and it the thing there was something steve martin they were asking him again kind of mm-hmm. like with blazing saddles they they asked him do you think a film like the jerk that concept of a white person being brought up in a black family mm-hmm. would it play today and he's like i really don't i don't really know Mm -hmm. there's no way to know but from what i read a lot of people felt that because they're not making fun no it's not offensive the way that they played that relationship in the family Mm -hmm. at least from my perspective it didn't feel like they were trying to be mean or offensive No, they they loved him they i think even all of them did the brothers the sisters everybody that he grew up with i think they truly you know, they were family, but yeah. you know, I think it was like that. You you met my dad, you know, and he's right. he's not my real dad, but he's he's for sure my dad. He's been around for so long, and when I was introduced to his family, I was for sure a, a black sheep, like one hundred percent. And I don't mean that in a negative way, but I stood out in that crowd for sure. Like, sure. and they accepted me just the same. Like it was. It was awesome, and I, I love that family for that. They're they're yeah. my family, yeah. and so I think in this sense it was the same. Like they found him as an infant, like he was dropped on their porch, and they took him in and they raised him as their own. And I mean, again, it was his naivete that that and that he should have figured out a long time ago that there's obviously very something very different about him and the rest of the family. But with his naivete, it was just they were his family and that's what it was. And he was just different. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, and 
And so it, it, it didn't play to me like it actually played well that he feels passionately mm-hmm. about that. Yeah, and it course. was insulting. And so he kicks these guys' yeah. asses. He fucks them up. He really does. <laughs> and they and never he, even talked about the fact that he knew Kung Fu and But all then that. they he goes to kick the other the last guy in the nuts. Uh-huh. And he was like Iron Steel. Balls McGinty. Yes, thank you. <laughs> I didn't feel good for him. Uh-uh, not at all. Iron Balls McGinty. That's awesome. I'm, I'm glad I remembered that. <laughs> yeah. And after the ass kicking, we go back to the dancing. Mm-hmm. And we get right back into the disco. We've got a full house. Oh, yeah. Everything's great. House and full of people. I love it. All of a sudden, it's like, oh, my gosh, Navin's on the TV. Yeah. They're talking about him. Da, 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 da. So they, uh-huh. they, kill, they kill the music. Turn it up. Isn't it Carl Reiner on the, the Yes. It is him. Yes. On the on the thing yes, that's who's cock-eyed. suing him. Yes. Okay. So yeah, there's a lawsuit mm-hmm. brought up by Maybe, him because yeah. it's ruined it's ruined his directing career For and sure somebody died. See. Yes. It shows Which the car go off the crazy. Cliff. And after the car goes off, it's like cut. Yeah. Because <laughs> the sun driver would just totally do that. They just drive off the cliff because you didn't say cut. Totally. That's totally how it works. Totally. So, yes, Carl Reiner is the lead plaintiff, mm-hmm. and they get almost 10 million. He yeah. sold 10 million, so they get about 10 million plaintiffs. Yes. And they bring the suit because it, the Omni, what is it called again? Oh, the, the OptiGrab. OptiGrab. The OptiGrab, yes. Class action suit Opti, on the OptiGrab. And that's pretty much. He's got to write the checks. Win, yeah. And which is hilarious because. Usually in class action suits, it is like that. Mm-hmm. You hardly get any money, so yeah. he's writing checks for a dollar nine. A dollar to I each thought, person. Wasn't it a dollar? Is it a dollar nine? Yep. Okay, one dollar nine cents. Yes. <laughs> he's got a desk full uh, of checks of and envelopes, and he can't even lick the damn envelopes no, he's anymore. Stuffing them and he's writing them and stuffing, writing and stuffing. Yeah. Wow. And it's at that point when Marie comes in. He's kind of having a breakdown. Mm-hmm. And I think at some point he just gets so caught up in the stuff and, and what he's losing that he loses sight of what's actually kind of important. And she even tries to tell him, I don't care about the money. Mm-hmm. I just want you. I want the guy that I fell in love with. Yeah. And then he like kind of throws it back at her and he's like, well, you're not who I want the girl that I fell in love with. Mm-hmm. You know, you're not her anymore. And they have this fight and he storms out and says, I don't need anything. Yeah, I, don't, I don't need anybody. I don't yeah. need. I don't need anything except for this ashtray. This ashtray. <laughs> That's all I need. That's it. That's all. And this remote. Yeah. And this lamp. This lamp. And this, and this chair, and this that's all. Game. And then he wants to take shithead with them, but shithead growls at him and walks away. His actual, like, we didn't even talk about that. his whole relationship with shithead is great. It really is. I love it. I love their relationship. Mm-hmm. Does not like him. No, and does not want to go with them at Ever. all when it comes to it, like <laughs> leaving in the end. <laughs> and then in the end, he trades all that stuff for a thermos because he wanted to give that thermos to her in the first place. Yeah. Because of the thermos mentions. song, he wrote a, yes. the thermos song for her in the bathtub. Mm-hmm. So he sees it; it reminds him of her, mm-hmm. and he immediately nothing else matters. We must have this thermos. All his worldly possessions for a thermos. Hey, it's, you it's know a, whatever floats your boat. It's romantic. Come on, Holly. it's adorable. It is. Come on, open up your heart. <laughs> Let there be love, Holly. It's very cute. He did it for love. Okay. And so then he goes homeless. 
Right? Yeah, then he just then he just bar- he just like kind of drowns himself in the bottle because yep. he's pretty loaded. Yeah, yes, sitting there with his friends with those in his thermos on the on the stairs, telling, telling his story. story. Yes, and uh, the family finds him, and it's funny how they pull right up to him, right where he's at. Yeah, and they're like, "Does anybody know a Maven R. Johnson?" He's like, "I know a Maven R. Johnson." <laughs> and of course, it's his it's his family, whole family. And they've got this nice brand new station wagon. Oh, yeah. Everyone's dressed to the nines. Oh, yeah. Pops in a suit. The father was a financial wizard, apparently. All the Something money about that, soy stocks. Yes, all the money that Maven sent back, he invested in soy stocks, and made their money. And it was legit money. And now Maven was back on top again, but his wife was also there. Because they, yeah, she helped. She said that once he took off and she was so worried, she called his parents mm-hmm. and then they immediately came to go find him. And, and like, how did you find me? Mm-hmm. This is the first spot we looked. Yeah, it was right here. <laughs> I guess St. Louis maybe was different back in 79. Maybe so. Maybe so. A little simpler. A little easier to find your lost folks. Yes. And they're in a group of five, six homeless dudes. He's the one <laughs> white guy amidst a whole bunch of black homeless guys. It was awesome. It was in his own element, apparently. You know, that's how he felt about it. And so, yeah, then he's back on top. And they took their old house and built a new shack. Like a larger a shack. A larger shack. But it still looked just as run down, just a larger run down shack. Yeah. You know what I mean? It wasn't like they changed the whole concept of it. It was like the same style of shack, just much, much larger. Yes. Yes. And then when they're dancing in the end, and he found his rhythm. He sure did. He was boogieing out there. But I think, honestly, Steve Martin's always had rhythm. I've seen him at other in other things, and he's, he's actually a really talented dude. Like, plays the banjo, um, plays the ukulele. He really does sing, like... He's actually a really, really talented guy, and so I think that there's a, a lot behind all the stuff that he does, as far as even as an actor and the talent that he has. I've always enjoyed him as an actor. Me too. Yeah. Robin Williams, Steve Martin, Bill Murray. Mm-hmm. Actually, Bill Murray had a cameo in this film, and the scene got cut. Did it? Okay. Yeah. And so I was he, like, I was just right now. Like, you wait. saw me. I was going through my whole head of no, this movie. I was like, no. I don't remember seeing him. And they cut it, huh? Yeah, they cut it. And uh, Bill Murray, I guess, somewhere he was making a joke about the jerk. And he said, it's just like something's missing. (laughs) I don't know what it is. But yeah. Nice. Nice. So that was The Jerk. That was The Jerk, man. Again, one of my favorite movies. I always, like I said, I've always enjoyed Steve Martin as an actor. Always very funny. And any movie that he's in, I, I, I think I would watch it. And I think that... um for the most part, I've pretty much enjoyed all of his movies that I've that I that I've watched. Yeah, you know what I mean, yeah, I liked it. It was a it was a fun rewatch. Mm-hmm. Um, How long had it been since you'd seen it? Gosh, uh, probably ten years. Okay, it was just fun seeing a, a young Steve Martin. I thought mm-hmm. it was funny though. We we always talk about this. His character is supposed to be eighteen. Wow. Yeah. Okay. And so it, it's, it's just it was that. really loose. Mm-hmm. It was really it was loose in this loose. in this time. <laughs> we and, and audiences just said okay. Yeah. And now that we have better young actors, mm-hmm. I think it can be more authentic. For sure. But 
Yeah, 18. 18, yeah. He was far from 18 in this movie. Yeah. I mean, he may not have been like 40 or anything like that, but he had to be at least in his... I thought he would be in his 30s. Yeah. He may be by this point. Yeah, yeah. But you said this was his first major role, right? His Yeah. First, but uh, he was on SNL and had been doing yeah, stand-up for all that time. For sure. For sure. Nice. And this was... He was coming off the hot off the heels of the skit that he made him famous on SNL, which was, uh, you know, we're too wild, wild and, and crazy, crazy guys. Yes. <laughs> Steve Martin, ladies and gentlemen, he's awesome. Yeah, he's great. Yes. So, all right. So next week. What do we got this this next week? I, we, I, well, we you mentioned it. You mentioned it to me a while ago. Mm-hmm. And then I got the theme song stuck in my head. The theme and song. I, no, wait. I, and I, I started waffling around between like three different movies mm-hmm. and then I just I couldn't get the song out of my head. What song? Highway to the Danger Zone. Highway of the Danger Zone. To the Danger Zone. To the Danger Zone. We're okay. watching Top Gun. Nice. Now I need to I, I'm just gonna go buy it. <laughs> <laughs> I think I'm gonna stop by Walmart on the way home and I'm just gonna go just buy it. Just pick it up. Just go pick it up. Yeah. Because actually it's funny that they are doing a sequel. And no way. yes, and Val Kilmer and Tom Cruise have both signed up. They'll probably be like flight instructors. For sure. Wow. And so when I saw it just all kinda it was just like two top gun. <laughs> top gun. Okay, yeah, I'm excited. Yep. So Top Gun it is. We'll see you guys next week. Thanks we're gonna for watch tuning in, we're you gonna guys. watch some Westworld. Yes, we are. And uh again, like Holly said, thanks for tuning in. We appreciate you and look for us next week. Night guys. Good night. Thank you again for downloading. We hope you liked it. Real Nostalgic is produced by Hollis Lazzarini with additional support from me, Terrence McHenry. Our logo was designed by Carissa Westfall. Please check out our website, realnostalgic.com. Like, share, subscribe, and write to us. We'd love to hear from you.